Hey, Gary. Yes? Hey, do you want to do a podcast with me where we explore core topics? Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. Hey, and let's call it Queer Nundrum. Oh my God, yes. Awesome. Please listen carefully. <laughs> I am your host, Holly, sexy as Fox, Gary Stone. Hey, Gary, introduce yourself. <laughs> I, <was gonna> say. <laughs> I am your other. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I am your other fabulous host, Gary M. Thorne Jr. <laughs> So Holly, what's going on with you? Have you been drinking? Um, <laughs> no, I will be shortly because it will be drink a thirty over here. Uh, oh hell I'm yeah! Done, done recording oh, yeah. here. Um, been actually what watching just the overall like things, eating and drinking, and working on some uh, mental health stuff. Dealing with I, I apparently I I have some PTSD. I didn't know I was working through because um, I wasn't working through. It was coping with it. So started processing that, kind of figuring out how to honor the the inner emotions and the inner self with, you know, stuff. Can we ask what it is or do you want uh, that? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The it's kind of goes back to some of the things that have been we've talked about before and that i've been working through but still in processing but the loss of my brother um and the trauma yeah. around that and the the lies and the fact that people can make false accusations and just destroy yeah. other people's lives for their you know even if they truly mean it like they truly believe in their accusations uh our our legal system doesn't really give a lot of options uh for people to defend themselves equitably without it causing irreparable harm and um, just struggling a lot with the state of the world and kind of where things are at around the world, you know, the way Ukraine and Russia and the, the just the shit that's happening there. And, and you just, you can't help but wonder, you know, what China's thinking and what China's doing and on top of the fact, I don't know that my brother's alive and where he's at and if he's okay. And, it, it, you know, is he, is he around these war zones? Is he, you know, is he safe? Is his, is his husband, you know, is his husband safe? And that's right. Cause your his husband is originally from where? Uh, Taiwan. Okay. So yeah. Which so in, a, in a similar comparison, although not comparable, Russia's illegal claim that Ukraine is Russian territory, even though it's it's not. And Russia signed a proclamation saying that it wasn't some years ago prior to prior to this fucking situation. But here we are. Um, China, a large portion of China um, dictatorship believes that Taiwan is just uh, Chinese territory and it's governed differently. It has different laws and um, the people are treated a lot better than the the Chinese people are right now under the current dictatorship. And so it, it, there's, I don't know, you know, if they're in China, if they're in Taiwan or Japan or wherever, you know, it, it could be anywhere. Right. And not knowing if they're safe is really where my fear comes from. It's like, I don't know if they're yeah. safe. And so it, it brought up some unknown um, processed emotions for me. Uh, my mother's sister, Jana is um, just, a mentally unwell person who I have no doubt has suffered trauma herself uh, from her mother and her father and just other people in her life and has internalized and processed uh, things that she believes to be true and has attacked my character and attacked our family. And I went to the court to file additional charges. They couldn't follow through on some other charges because they can't find her because she keeps moving too much. And I try to file additional charges and they're like, well, we can't file these additional charges because you don't know where she's at. And I'm like, so, and I said this very blatantly to the court. I'm like, so she kills me. Don't fucking find her and have no problem with it. But up until then, well, now I can't well, file charges. Even, and even at this point, you got to remember too, that how many true crime story, 
podcasts that are each week where they don't find the killer, you know, yeah. even if they know it was her. So really, you know, you, you could be dead tomorrow. I Right. And, you and, know, and, and they won't. <laughs> and there's, you know, there's nothing you could do. Right. So yeah. um, apparently I've been, I've been dealing with uh, that feeling of threat. Now I've done a lot to protect myself and covered just about every scenario but my, my body hasn't turned that off to say, okay, you're good. You could turn the car alarm off. So when the alarm goes off, you, you have your plan to execute. You're good. And my brain hasn't done that. Has not shut that off? And so my cortisol levels are really high. The stress hormones are really high. Um, and I didn't know that I didn't, I didn't realize that that was going on. And as someone who's, uh, recently gone through weight loss, you know, that cortisol affects the weight loss oh holy in terms fucking of, hell yeah right because it affects your hunger hormones and then it tells your brain incorrectly it tells your brain hey you're super stressed out and tired you just gotta eat some of this comfort food it's great you'll be fine drink a little bit of this have an extra coffee with that creamer and sugar it's fine it's fine it's fine don't worry about it and so um realizing that the behavioral chain right it's is is part of what i've uh identified as as part of this ptsd and it's been good. It's been really good. I'm enjoying my, my time working with uh, a counselor I've worked with in the past. Um, good. I was, I was wondering. Yeah. I, I truly believe everybody, even me- mental health specialists will tell you this too. Like you just need that mental holiday, that vacation, yeah. that treatment, that whatever, whatever it is. And for me, I, I, it took me years to find the right style. Like uh, for me, EMDR is a style that I identify with. I can easily get into um the work and identify areas that i want to improve on do the parts work the emotional pieces of that and emdr um has has done that for me some people could do the you know the visual emdr or the light one or tapping it's just it depends and for me it's um it's a, it's tapping it's weird but i i love tapping things i like that rhythmic feel and so for me, that type of EMDR works because I could take it into my meditation. Um, so I'm able to do a lot of work in between my sessions. And so that's what I've been, been working on. I've been very fascinated to learn a little bit more about, about me and be able to share that with people in my life. Because I also believe that when we share our stories, there are some people around us may identify with some aspect of that and find it helpful and, and maybe get them through that initial phase of having a conversation that's uncomfortable and uh, been willing to to do that and put myself out there as uncomfortable and scary as that is. As I'm saying that, like my I can feel my jaw tense and my throat tense and my tight and my chest kind of tighten up because it's it is still a it still feels like a real phys, physical reaction of of self preservation. So um, oh yeah, just been and fascinated society, with that. Yeah, and as a society, we're told if it's been you know it's getting better now, but. There's still the stigma talking about that, that, you know, yeah. you, 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 you have to shoulder, you know, and get through it. What the fuck is your problem? You know, so. And I've been so. able to, I've been able to talk to people, my, you know, at work and in my immediate cl- close friend group and, and every single person is like, oh yeah, I've been in therapy too for the last, you know, last year, or last two years, or I was actually just looking for someone. Do you know other people in the area that are taking up just opened conversations? I haven't had any negative uh, reaction or comments or anything like that so it's been it's been it's been nice I, you expect it to might it might happen but it's been very refreshing that uh that people have been open and receptive to it and i think we're getting we're getting to a healthier place in our in our society where we understand that as children our parents were tending to our proverbial gardens and planting their own ideas and telling us you know how to be and our society added to that but then we come to our own as adults and we're, we're left what was planted. And so we have to decide what we're going to weed out and what we're going to add to that and tend to our garden in a way that makes sense to us in our own well-being. And I have identified things in my past and the things I've done and, the, and, and I've been able to say, okay, I don't need to hold on to that anymore. I'm ready to, to plant more love in my life. I'm, I'm ready to let hate go and, and focus on the focus on the good and focus on being an activist in my community and focus on standing up for what's right and finding a voice and doing that. And so um, ha- being able to have that conversation with other people has been um, healing for me as well. So, yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm, I'm glad. So. Yeah. So what's up with you? 
Well, as I, most of you know, the, the, the thousands upon thousands of listeners that we have on this, on this oh, podcast, yeah. um, I have just very, 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 very recently, <laughs> like five minutes ago, <laughs> about, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I, I moved to Texas and God, I'm, I love my job. It's, you know, it's been some wonderful challenges. So the company I work for lost the contract to the place I work at. Just found this out yesterday. Yeah, yesterday's when I texted you, wasn't there? I talked to you yesterday. Just, yeah, yeah yesterday. Yeah. So I found that you literally yesterday. We had a meeting that was set up and talking about contract talks. Like, oh, you know, just explaining how well everything's going. No, it wasn't that. Just, oh, yeah, by the way, it's fucking ending. It's <laughs> so, ending? Yeah, oh, it is. Yeah, we're, we're it will be, um, what? It will be for sure. It's the whole area I live in. It, the contract is leaving all, all the hospitals in the area. They're all it's it's leaving the entire area. So there no, nobody in this area. We're talking. Wow. It's not just me, but the, mainly the managers. It's affecting. I mean, the hourly employees. You know that most of them will just probably stick around. You know because they don't they don't really give a flying fuck who's running it. But anyway, so where that's leading is that the hospitals have all said that, oh, well, no, we will, um, anybody who, I found out since then that anybody who wants to stick around can transfer over and be with us instead. And you won't, uh, at least for the hourly employees, they won't lose any pay. That's already been guaranteed. They're still negotiating with the managers. And I'm personally trying to decide if I want to do that or not. Um, The idea of moving again sucks. And really, because my first thought I was looking at is talking. Like at this point, you're a pro at moving. No, Dean is a pro at moving. Oh, fair. I'm sorry. At this point, your husband is. Yeah, I gotta say, (laughs) I would love to take credit for that. I'm not. I'm. I'm a pro on the other end of getting the shit rolling on that end, but not on this side of it. Um. So, what's going on with that is that uh, because I did ask my my boss's boss, who's one of the part of me, go, okay, I just moved this area. I don't want to have to move again. I mean, literally what I said, you know, and he goes, well, first off, you know, they, that where your work has been, you know, they will offer you a job. We don't know what the pay will be, but they will offer you a job. So, well, yeah, because they have to fill those positions. If they're going to terminate the contracts, they still need those positions. And I'm going to say they love me because I mean, why wouldn't they, but they love me. They said that Mm -hmm. I've really, I've brought everything up already since being there. So it's been great. So, but so um, he goes, well, we're going to look and see what other jobs we can find around in the area. And of course, there's nothing in the area, nothing, because with leaving, there's no other, like working at a college as part of the, this company or anything, you know, it's just, and so um, right now I found out just today, I found out that my, um, it, all the, all the hospitals are, are going to be switching back to just running by the individual hospitals. Um, within like the next year to two years, depending. Um, and they're going in steps. Um, management will be all taken care of. It'll, it's really weird. Management will all go to the hospital, actually run by the hospital again, which is how they used to do it, um, by October. Oh, so you won't uh, know until then? Well, no, no. So just wait a minute. Just let me, you know, just oh, slow yeah. your roll. <laughs> so I'm helping our listeners do... get to the point here. What's... I know. So, but you know, it's, I'm fucking fascinating. They're going to love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the hourly employees have a little bit longer uh, to go. Um, I found out that my personal rollout is happening on in September. I don't have a date yet. So I'm, I have to wait till September to see what's going on. In that time period, I will be looking at options for other jobs. Um, I talked to Holly already, folks, that any of you who are in the Pullman area, <laughs> that um, if there's some jobs out there that you think that I might like, please let us know because I um, that's one of the areas that, you know, at this point, I've got time, I've got the power this time. It's not me just making some dis- decisions, uh, just emotional decisions. I have time to think about it, about possibly moving back to Pullman area so Holly mm-hmm. and I can be near each other so, so we, we can, can be try to together forever. Well, yeah. okay now you're scaring me oh, i just got really hot now <laughs> yeah, um, 
But so, um, and not in the good way, hot, you know, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. And so, so we can get, be near each other to help build our podcast more. Cause that's something a goal we both have. We're just, right. so I have to see that's, that's where I'm at. Um, and Dean is a wonderful, wonderful, loving husband. He's going to, he just says, well, Gary, wherever we end up, that's where we end up. If we end up staying with my, the company I'm with and we move again, we move again. There's just a lot of options available, but I have time. I'm actually glad I have a little bit of time to breathe through it. So that, that's where that's all at right now. And I will try to keep you all updated on all that stuff. The other thing I wanted to say before we move on to our uh, to other things is that uh, the counseling, I think it's wonderful, Holly. Um, I actually see a counselor once a year at least just for a good tune-up. Right. And um, I actually, I go to, um, I go to um, OA meetings, Overeaters Anonymous, um, just because even though I've lost all the weight, I saw the same fucking issues. And it's a great, you know, I go to several a week. And mm-hmm. um, I can't really talk more about that because the anonymous part. Sure. But uh, it's, you know, I think those things, it just help clear your mind. And it gives you yeah. it's those, all those I things. I call it a always, mental spa day, you know, it's yeah. just. We do all this stuff for our physical well-being. Why not also the, there's so much with our, our minds that we don't understand that, uh, and, and what we do understand. And, and we know scientifically, we know, and those who've done it know that counseling helps. And if counseling isn't helping, it's probably possible that it's not a good counseling situation. And I would ask, ask questions, but for the most part, it it's helpful. It's cleansing. It's, it's cathartic. It helps you process and better who you are. And sometimes and in between we do, we have our kitties and our puppies. We have so, our kitties you know, and our good. puppies. Yeah. And, and I, there's been a handful of times where it, years ago, our counselor is like, well, you're doing this, you're creating this situation. And nobody likes to be told oh, that they're, they're doing them, the thing that they're trying to get away from. It's like, what do you mean that I, I, I'm angry because I'm creating this situation? Like, that doesn't make sense. Why would I do that to myself? And then you do the, you do the work and you're like, Oh, it's a form of self-harm. It's a, it's a way of surviving and it's how we cope with whatever is going on. And, and so I'm going to say at this point, I, I so agree with you that we're kind of circling again. So let's, let's move on. Yeah. I think it's time to move on. <laughs> All right, that, fine, you know, fine. Next, how about I, this? Before we jump into our main topic, I would like to spend just a brief moment to do a quick follow-up on what's going on in Ukraine, if that's okay. I think that's a great idea. So we're not saying that we're we're ignoring the terrible things around the world. No, no, it we is, want we want to. It's been weighing very that. heavily. I mean, as I said earlier, but this whole sh- this this speech this blah, this bullshit with <laughs> Russia. Oh my gosh! But the balls of Volodymyr Zelensky, our the Ukrainian uh, president, he's just he's putting out a fight. His the troops are putting out a fight. Citizens are putting out a fight. They're they're doing everything they can. Um, and adapting to a, a, a situation on the ground. And right now, uh, as of today, uh, Russia is still trying to push into Kiev and they are still trying to get a hold of the, the Ukrainian capital. And so far, uh, they haven't been able to take it. Their mile long co- convoy that's sitting just north of the city has not moved yet, um, it's, at least as of the time of recording of the show. In the southern port, um, Russia has uh, taken over much of the cities in that area, and they have apparently got got you know some nuclear power plant down in in the Ukrainian area, which is which isn't good because right nuclear power plant that controls the power for the city and that people need that, to, and so the fact that that Russia has control over that is a big deal. Uh, but Ukraine is fighting, and people are returning from. Uh, other countries, we've got people who are tattoo artists in in another country living out their lives and they realize that back home Ukraine really needs them. So they packed up their bags and they they hopped on a bus and they, they crossed in from Poland and they, they tell the, the border patrol, hey, I'm going in to fight for my country and they give them aid kits and send them on their way. It's, it's impressive how people are coming together. There are resources online for supplying money through um, through uh, American Red Cross and some other agencies, uh, Airbnb. Don't do uh, Red also Cross. Doing a bunch don't do of... Red Cross. Don't do Red yeah, Cross. Yeah, don't do Red Cross. Red Cross is. Sorry. Is... Yeah, I, I don't mean to. Yeah. If don't you do can Red choose Cross. your money to go somewhere else, I would highly not, I would not choose that one because Red Cross is notoriously fucked up 
and and they don't accept gay men and they don't accept gay drugs yeah so anyway uh airbnb is um subsidizing a lot of the units that are in in the surrounding countries that are taking in refugees and they're taking donations to help offset some of that cost that i will also throw this out there because it's important that it is said Ukraine is in the middle of a fucking war and still at the border as, as refugees with or without papers are crossing in freely into these countries that are accepting them and let except for the fact that if they're black, if they're black, they have to wait. And so we're still seeing racism, not just here in the United States, but elsewhere. Like these people are in the middle of a war and they're trying to flee this conflict and there's discrimination happening at the border. So um, I want to praise those countries for stepping up and helping their neighbors. And at the same time, I want to slap them. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing? But that's just a very brief highlight of what's going on with Ukraine. I know many of you guys are following the story closely as it, as it relates to you. Um, I just, I pray and support the best I can for the Ukrainian people. We love you guys. And we're hoping that this situation can be resolved soon. So let's and like it's, it's and that's a terrible way to put it. And I hate I hate using this term anymore, but it's truth. Our thoughts and prayers are with Ukraine right now. Absolutely. Um, I think it's time. I think we should go on and start yeah. talking about our, our main topic today, which is a wonderful little gem. <laughs> yes. Excuse me. Of a show that's on HBO Max mm-hmm. called Someone Somewhere. This first season has seven episodes. Each episode is 30 minutes or less. Mm -hmm. Um, It is, I was trying to think of a comparison one to go with. It's kind of Schitt's Creek, kind of Ted Lasso, but more in realism than those. Um, Yeah, it's its own thing. It's its own thing. So that's just it. And that's what I love so much about that's a perfect way to say it. It's its own thing. Yeah. Um it's it's the when you when you're referencing, oh yeah, it's kind of like Shit's Creek. It's now, oh yeah, it's it's kind of like someone somewhere. That's that's yeah. that that's where you it's its own thing. Yeah. In that way. What um so uh and we will be talking as we go along, we're talking more about this, but I I do like to say at this point, Holly. Um mm-hmm. did I bug you enough to watch the show no okay. you told me once about it and in a text you're like hey have you heard uh, of the show i told you a couple more times than that. Yeah. that's okay yeah you, 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 you had it's a not in writing week. it didn't happen so, yeah. <laughs> so, I was, <laughs> so i looked at the cover on it and i'm like man that's not a very sexy cover and then i was like you know neither was pushing up daisies and that was a really good show and so i Des and I watched it actually last night for the first time. We watched the first couple episodes and we actually binged it to the point that I'm exhausted. We didn't yeah. finish all we've we're, we have one more episode to go. Um, but we, yeah, we stayed up and we watched the first episode and Des goes, Oh my God, the casting could not be better. They just, they casted this show. So good. It is a, it's, I, I will, Yes, it was, it was, I wish you had told me about it sooner, but at the same time, it couldn't have come into my life at a better time. Like, like humor. Oh, and honey, I would have, if I had seen it sooner, this was me <laughs> just finally going, I watched it and you were, if it makes you feel better, other than Dean, who I made watch it with me, because I uh-huh. watched the first five minutes, like, oh, fuck, I have to stop now and grab Dean. I literally stopped and go, no, and, Dean, you have to watch this show. The character, Sam, reminds me of me so much. And in, in a lot of, I'm like, Damn there's a lot of there's a lot of parallel i'm seeing in the story and i i, I really will say that, that she is a really good singer yes i that i cannot say <laughs> i wish sorry. i wish well, i'm sorry <laughs> I, I i need to go get myself a little bowl of milk now because i was so catty i could not uh, um so i do want to set the premise just really quick right. and then we'll talk more about it um so this show takes place in manhattan but Manhattan, Kansas, not Manhattan. These characters um, that we'll be talking about are people. They're normal. They're they don't have they don't have six pack abs. They don't have perfect teeth. They're 
there are truly middle American people from a small town. That is what they are, you know, and small-ish town. But they aren't, you know, it's, they're not, they're just, they have, every one of them has flaws. Mm -hmm. They, uh, this is, uh, the main character, Sam, is, um, is not queer, but there's two very prominent queer characters in the show. Um, And they're all just normal. They're normal people. There are some people that are kind of worse. (laughs) There are some people that are kind of better, but nobody is definitively good. Nobody is definitively bad. And what works for me, and we'll talk about it as we go through, I was able to find a friend's reference with this show. So that just made it even better for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I thought what we'd do, uh, and so I'm assuming at this point you haven't finished the whole thing, but that what you've watched, you liked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, um, um, I had to stop watching to come watch, to come do this recording. And it's currently sitting on my TV waiting for me to hit play to continue watching. Oh yeah, it's to tell you folks how good this show is. I loved it. I just, I actually just finished the last episode today. It is a show that I literally was able to, and those of you who know me will be shocked by this. This show was so good. I put my phone down just to pay attention to the show. Wow. I know. I didn't get on, check Facebook, Twitter. I didn't play my one of my fucking video games on it, I watched. Des does the, the same thing. When she watches TV, she plays a video game or some sort of silly game on her phone at the same time. And I'm like, you can't talk to me during the show. Like, I am in it. I am engaged. I am absorbing what is happening. The house can be burning down around me and I won't notice. I'm so engaged in what I'm doing with, by watching. And Des can be like reading a book having a conversation, yeah. playing on her phone. Oh, it drives Dean. Dean's like you on that part of it. And I'm like, did, you, not, did, you, see that? did you see that look? Did you see yeah. that thing? Did you see, did you notice the background? And she's like, what? And I'm like, oh, pause, rewind, play. See right there. You see right there in the back, there's Bruno running around in the background as they're saying, we don't talk about Bruno. Oh no. He's right there in the background. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah. It drives Dean crazy. I get it too. So, but, um, so uh, obviously, I loved it. I, I'm hoping it is obviously the way it ended. It's setting up for another season, so I hope it gets it. Um, I, I want now to talk about the individual actors, and so what we're gonna do, folks, is uh, we're each gonna take. Um, we're just gonna go down the list, basically the IMBD page, and talk about each of the actors, because really none of them are. They're not, there are people that most of you probably would know if you saw them because they probably had a five minute part in some show. Yeah. Um, but they are some amazing actors that I am impressed with every single one of them. Nailed it. Yeah. So the first person we're going to talk about, and Holly's going to talk about, and Holly, the reason I'm having you talk about Bridget is because Bridget kind of reminds me of you. So, you know, <laughs> saying that's why we I agree. get it that way. No, I, I agree yeah. 100%. Even Desiree said the same thing. She goes, and I was like, except for, she, I, and I, because I do sing. I mm-hmm. love, I love to sing. There's, there's some, a healing that happens when I sing, but I do not sing well at all you sing you sing okay you do let's be honest you sing okay <laughs> um this woman is singing songs and there's not it, it's very much her obviously she's singing it right then and there there's not they're not doing little touch-ups to make it sound better in post-production and she has an amazing voice okay so i'm gonna shut up now thank you uh since gary already did bridget i'm just gonna go ahead and move on to the next character no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh bridget everett american comedian actress singer writer cabaret performer uh this this actually the show is kind of an anthology to her like she, it's there's a lot of things in this show uh, that are just pieces of her real life uh, in fact like even the her her uh her sister who has the the tender moments shop 
is actually a name after a band that that she's in her the band that she performs with is called tender moment so we have these little elements throughout the the tv show that are actually drawn on by her, bridget's real life so i thought that was really cool um she is if you if you're not familiar with who she is she's done a lot of comedy tours uh inside amy schumer um obviously this show that we're talking about right now she does theater performances she's her character in this show is is a character going through a, 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 almost like a midlife crisis of sorts in, in their in their mid 40s just like what am I doing with my life? I don't know. I got this job. I don't, I don't like, but I know I have to go because I need, I need a job. But at the same time, eh, don't, doesn't understand like how to make life goals or what they want from life or how to be happy. And, but at the same time, they're doing things that make them happy. And they're, and they're just not quite realizing that they have that control. They can do that. And uh, they had these other characters that will go through uh, in our conversation uh, these other characters like Joel that come into their life and come into her life in this in this TV show and it's they just kind of pull her out of this shell this dark place where she's at and uh, it's just beautiful she sings amazing and the humor oh my god it is it is definitely a basically it's a half hour drama that uses uses humor as a coping mechanism. And it, it, it takes you through these, these hard moments in their family life and at work and their own personal stuff that they're going through. And then they got this little bit of this humor element. You just, you're like, God, I can relate. That's so depressing. That's sad. And oh my God, that was so funny. And then you're laughing. You have to pause because you're laughing so hard. It's just really well-written, great jokes, great, great storytelling, just real life storytelling. And so I, I really enjoyed getting to, getting into this character and, and learning more about this story. And I do think it's funny that her sister, so she was the character, Sam was living outside of her hometown for about 10 years. And when her sister, Holly was dying, she moved back to, to Manhattan, Kansas to take care of her dying sister. So when I met, when I first see this character, Sam, and I'm like, God, she reminds me a lot of me. And then she's like, yeah, I came back to take care of um, Holly. And I was like, what? Yeah, the F. <laughs> it was it was a little wild, but um, amazing actress. I love her writing. She is an exec, one of the executive producers on the show. Um, she's they've just done a really good job with these with the writing on this. And show. she's a blonde, beautiful woman. Oh, blonde, big, beautiful, beautiful yeah. woman who just yeah. And I hope she knows that she is a beautiful woman because she really is. I, I would love to give her a handshake and, and to say thank you. She um I do one of the things that um and I didn't look into it at all. So don't worry, I'm not going to go off another tangent. I do know <laughs> that that there is um that she in her she does a, her stand-up comedy which is almost more like a, a cabaret mm -hmm. i i would love to hear it at some point because i guess the stuff she sings is they said some of the raunchest stuff you'll ever hear in your life oh i believe it when <laughs> she was know, so. <laughs> that car scene when she was following her brother-in-law and they were talking about what were they singing Something oh. I can't remember. It was raunchy. It was really raunchy, but it was so funny. I could absolutely see her doing a raunchy cavalry style stand-up comedy, and now I have to see it. Well, and I'm going to say in the last episode, there's a, a song she does that she does two songs. The first one, you are laughing so hard you about pee your pants. <laughs> I'll go in prepared then. Depends. I will follow yeah, the NASA yeah. way. <laughs> and then another song she does, you are bawling your eyes out. Aww. And so I just talked about it just because I just I just finished this episode before we started the, the show. So it um it you you will just my God, it's amazing. So all right. All right. So go on. Um so we're gonna I'm I'm now talking about Jeff Hiller because he's sort of become my um new idol. Uh he's fuck, he's like younger than me and um his character is joel I, um, if you look at his i love I, him yeah first of all i always want to go to his ibm i am bd page there you go he really is truly just he's this um 
just you look at his parts and going to say it as nice as I can, not really even much of a character actor. I mean, just really a lot of, you know, like waiter, um, man in crowd, you know. So I'm so thrilled he got this part. He has done a, a, a fair amount of voice work. Um, he was in a, um, he did a podcast. He's part of the Upright Citizens Brigade. He is known for, um, oh yeah, uh, he is known for doing uh, Nightcap, Ghost Town, and Morning Glory. And I've seen all those. I don't remember him at all in it, which shocks me because this guy, uh, first of all, um, and I will send you a picture should we put pictures up on the website of all these people? No, I think I think okay. people can figure that out on their own. So you need to, then folks, you need to go look at a picture of Jeff Hiller on the on just Google him because he looks so different than his character. I gotta <laughs> say, um, but um, he plays what I love about him is I identified with him so much um, because he is a true nerd he is a nerd everything about him you know stereotypically everything about him is a nerd mm -hmm. who also happens to be gay that's like third or fourth or twelfth down the list of who this guy <laughs> is you know and um he has known um sam uh the character the the character himself has known sam since they were both in high school and they were in choir together she does not remember him at all. And this actor, the character, when you met him, you'd get why she wouldn't remember him. I yeah. mean, you, you would totally get why she didn't at the time. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, I totally remember. He goes, no, you don't. She's yeah, like, no. no, you don't remember me, whatever, yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so you have to appreciate the fact that, that um, he is literally, this character he plays, Joel, you see uh, warts and all. He's a um, gay man who is in a relationship. He is gawky. He, again, he's nerdy, but the best part about him is he has a religious life. We don't see that in, in any kind of queer portrayals normally. We just don't see it. He actually has a religious, a religious life. There's a point in the show where, and I don't think you've gotten here yet, Holly, and it's not a big spoiler when we're saying this, but that he gets asked if he wants to become a lay minister at the church he goes yeah. to because of Can how, you oh, you yeah. can see that. Yeah. I saw um, Okay. All right. So, um, and that gets expanded on more than for when you get a little farther into it. So, um, but you get to see him be this dorky, him just his dorky self. You get to see that he's a man in his 40s who has a vision board. He, again, he's this wonderful dork that you just, you have to love. And, but he embraces every aspect of who he is. He's not ashamed of anything he is. Mm -hmm. I love this about all the characters on the show is that they're all real. Um, one of the things I actually want to go back um, and talk about Sam for just one second in a, in a, in, a later episode, I'll just leave it at that. She has a scene. She's this big, bigger woman. Um, she's getting ready for bed. She's got her pajamas on, and she's not wearing a bra. And it's very obvious she's not wearing a bra. And I, there's a moment I go, oh, my God, I love that. You never see that. You know, I mean, her, her boobies are hanging all the way down. And I love that, you know, that they actually are letting them be real people. Mm -hmm. I, and you... That is so wonderful to see that you get to see all the warts and all. Um, all right, so now you are going to talk about. I am gonna talk about Mary. Mary, Mary, Mary Catherine Garrison. She plays Sam's sister in the show Trish, and she's a bitch. Now, she reminds me of a certain member of my family. She's the kind of person <laughs> that you can say, hey, you're about to catch yourself on fire and be like, why would you ruin this for me? Why would you do, why would you do that? It's like, because I want to save your life. You just have to ruin it and make everything about you, don't you? And it's like, oh my God, chill. And she is very much that character. That's not who she is as a person. She's a wonderful, wonderful human being, I'm sure. Uh, if you don't know who she is, she is best known for HBO Veep. 
uh, where she plays, I believe the character is Sophie Bruckheimer. If I remember correctly, it was Sophie character. Yes. And yeah, so she does, um, she's just, she does an amazing job playing this, this, the, the sister in the show. I've really enjoyed watching um, her character, even though there's some rough moments that it's hard to watch. Um, well, and she does have the, she gets the unenviable task of being the character who gets to be the bad guy, but yeah. you gotta give her credit. You, you see that she, has some dimensions to her absolutely so and they do and she does an amazing job uh delivering on that um and and she she does have one off you know one episode here and there where she's like a, a star show you know uh, on a unlike law and order or third watch or uh lipstick jungle where she plays a, a character one-off character in, in those shows um yeah she's i've i've been i've enjoyed her character she's a beautiful woman and um it's just and saying that she's a beautiful woman but she's not hollywood beautiful no she's just she's your like she's your everyday beautiful woman she's not yeah. like and and not to say that that's one way or another she's she does um she does a lot of broadway uh she's best known uh or at least i should say her debut is the the man who came to dinner um she did her debut with nathan lane um she's just she's a very um she's just a very bubbly personality of a human being. And I, I would love to, to meet her and, and share a few laughs as well. Um, yeah, she's, she, she plays the sister, um, really encourage people to watch the show because you, you get to see what, uh, childhood trauma is. Like she clearly had some trauma being the younger sister and, and, and holds and, and holds and internalizes things a certain way and through certain lens and we get to see I, that I play think out. She plays the older sister in it. Is she the older sister? I thought so. I could be wrong. I I'm think she. I wrong. think she's the youngest sister. I think it's. I think Sam is okay. the youngest sister, and Holly was the older sister. Okay. Yeah, and I could be wrong, but that's they never really say who's young, middle, or old. But you kind of that, at least to me, that was kind of the feel I got from it was the classic middle age of Sam, like that classic middle, not middle age, excuse me, middle child. Sam's character so I don't know yeah anyway uh you are going to take us right into our next actor. yeah uh so um we I am talking about the character Rick who plays the lady you just were talking about husband yes Mary um again he hasn't really done anything that people would know I hadn't um, I will say the other three, I kind of go, oh, they kind of look familiar to me. I never would have never, not, not, I, I, I could have walked right by him and not know who he was. He's been in um, stuff where he has most things. It's like the Ballad of Buster Scroggs, where he plays Curly Joe's brother. Um, he's, he was in an episode of Instinct where he played Randy. Um, so really, he's never done anything anything big. And honestly, his character right now at this point, as it moves on, you you find out he gets a little more depth in just like another episode yeah. than we. Uh, so yeah. he gets some more depth that you you get to see what's going on more with him. Um, right now, there isn't a lot to say about him. He does his very serviceable job. Um, he is he he is a loving. He plays a loving father maybe a person who loves things too much, but he plays a loving father uh, and he's, he is human. You there's, he had, he gets the lines he gets, he does the best he can. He, the, he does what he can with them and does an amazing job. Mm -hmm. um, so there's not a lot to say about him at this point. I think that as the show goes on next season, we'll get to see more of him. Um, now the one I wanted to talk about is I, that I get to talk about next is, is Mike Haggerty. Mm -hmm. who plays the father ed in this uh <laughs> in a lot of ways he is oh yeah he's one, my favorite character maybe um okay uh he plays that he's kind of like the one that keeps the family together by being just he's like mellow he just sort of you know whatever happens he deals with it and 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 but he's just always sort of there and they and you see that his two daughters who through most of the show 
argue with each other all the way through, but he can get them both to calm down. Um, mm-hmm. Holly, have you got the episode yet where he gets them to sing? Yes. So, yeah, so there's a moment where they both sing together because of him, and and he um, he just does this great job. He, he he gets to take care of his wife, who we're not talking about in this because she has not as many episodes, but who has a drinking issue, which is dealt with later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he has to deal with that, and he just tries to be the stoler. You know, everything's going to be fine no matter what. Um, what I want to mainly focus on is the thing that any of you who are my age, at least, like I know Desiree would know who I'm talking <laughs> about. Um, he played Mr. Tiger on Friends. He was the maintenance man. He showed in about five or six episodes. But his queer aspect in this comes out of the fact it was all done a joke, but I don't care, is that Mr. Tiger in one episode needed to learn how to ballroom dance and and through this series of shit, he got Joey to help him learn to ballroom dance. And there's this beautiful scene at the end that has the two of them doing this really kick-ass, beautiful ballroom dance on top of the apartment building. And I love it. And it's and you see Joey just so excited he gets to do this big dance before it's all over. So I I love that, you know, that, that I love anything that I can put a connection to friends that I love. That's one of my favorite shows ever. So it is, anyway, a, it, it didn't age well, but it's a really good show. It ain't just fine for those of us who are the right <laughs> age group. It ain't just fine. Just shut up and move We're going to unpack that person. later. We're going <laughs> to. Yeah, you know, you, you talk about your person now. You go for it. Just shut uh, up. Well, I'm going to talk about how do you. Don't talk about my liar. friends that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about uh, Heidi Johanna Meyer, and then I'm going to I will I'll close with uh, Marie Hill. So, okay, so Heidi, <laughs> wowza, she uh, talk about beautiful eyes. Damn, she has got some gorgeous eyes. Also, an American actress um, has done a lot of stage, done a lot of stage performances. And a lot of one-off episodes and like Law and Order and things like that. Um, so I, I, I again doesn't really have like a best known for episodes. She's been in Shameless, A Hundred Days to Live, Chicago PD. Um, I think I think she's gonna probably be more known for in the show Somebody Somewhere. Oh yeah, and you know, and she's got a few other pieces in the works right now her story which is a short film and then the Freudian slip uh which are coming out uh to, i think like 2023 they haven't really dropped a date on that just yet um so just a beautiful woman she works with uh so sam being the main character her sister trish owns a store um called tender moments and she runs the store with this other woman so trish and this and this and this woman Charity. Yeah, to, yeah thank you charity um run this store together and they're best friends and they're they're kind of pals that do everything together obviously spend a lot of time together uh we find out a lot more about that relationship and the stories um in these in the last few episodes of the show which again i don't want to spoil because this is still a very new show for a lot of you uh, oh, yeah. so i don't want to i don't want to take that away from anybody but yeah. let me I just say little, for what I little <laughs> I don't worry. Go just zip it, zip it, zip it, zip it real good. Um, <laughs> for what little work I have seen uh, out there of, of her of her um, videography work, wow, just amazing yeah. acting. Uh, I really enjoy the depth of what character, what time she does get on the set, and what time she gets with this character. I've really enjoyed seeing that. I would love to see her in more. Uh, especially as this show will eventually end, although I would love to see it go on forever. Um, I, I, I can, I want to see more things come, come from her. I think she has, I think she has, she a has lot quite of a charisma, a yeah. real charisma about yeah. her. So. But on charisma, Murray Hill yeah. owns Murray, Murray Hill. Oh my gosh. Murray. Okay. So oh, yeah. Murray Hill um, is known as uh, uh, inter- the entertainer persona is, busby murray gallagher uh and although this is considered a persona they do 
um, they do kind of perceive this persona in their personal life. Uh, Marie is said to have basically self-proclaimed hardest working middle-aged man in show business. And I would not doubt that for a minute. He nails, nails their character. I just, oh my gosh. I, everybody needs a Murray in their life. Every, everybody. You need a Murray. You need, everybody needs a Murray. <laughs> everybody gets a Murray. Everybody need a Murray. Just, I, I just, every single moment, the camera has the Freddie Rocco on, on the scene. I'm just like, it's going to be great. And oh yeah, you just know it is. Every every aspect from like from just sitting at the diner or being on the stage or just having a casual conversation, it's like I want more. Like oh my god, yeah. you're it's a witty, it's a there's a witty, intelligent sense of humor on top of just the physicality of their humor, like how they fit, how they physically present that. And humor. no judgment. No, it's amazing. Nothing. There's nothing. no judgment. Nothing. And, and just like. Because people will sometimes say, sir, I mean, man, she goes, oh, well, you got it right the first time. And then like give them yeah. a little bit of shit and it's, but does it with love and then, yeah. and then makes up for that. It's just, it's beautiful. Everybody needs a Murray in their life. If you are a Murray, let me know, DM me, email me, cornundrum at cornundrum.com. We need to know each other. I need a Murray in my life. And if I end up with a hundred of them, that's fine. Uh, love, 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 love that character so much. I'm, I'm actually just trying to find everything on, on the web that there that has been videoed. So Mur- just- Murray is mainly, not, and I knew, um, I knew them from uh, Short Bus, which is not a movie for everybody. I'm going to tell you right now that Murray was in that, and uh, so that is actually one of the few actors I actually recognized immediately who they were and what I knew them from. So okay. um, it's, uh, but again, that's a movie. I put a lot of red flags up. It's not for every, it's not for everyone. So you really have to go to that one with an open mind and going, you may turn that. off after 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, so um, keeping that, I just want to make sure that's a known. Um, I think mainly what we want to say in this with this is that everybody should watch this because we want to see it. We want to see it get an amazing amount of downloads because mm-hmm. just a sweet, simple show. It is. I mean, you just and you, you need to laugh right now. We need laughs. We need to release that energy and, and laugh. And even the, and there, you know, it's, there is some sadness. I mean, you do the, in the very first scene, you find out that the one sister has died of cancer. Um, but it, it's showing this whole family, warts and all, making it through the best way they can. Yeah. It is, it's, and it's a master class in acting. You, cause you, I mean, it does. When you first watch this, because we're so used to having people in these shows who are beautiful, you know, there's beautiful people. And there is that first moment going, oh, okay, well, you know, it it just throws (laughs) you. So sad, it throws you. But you forget that, like, in 30 seconds of starting the show, it's gone. (laughs) Um, And so it's something, again, everybody everybody needs, not just Murray to me, everybody needs all these people in their lives. Uh, Yeah, and we probably all do in some aspect. Oh, yeah. We are all these people. We need to work on it. Yeah, I... I mean, the, the friends that I have, we all fit one of these categories. I mean, the closest one to maybe not would be Heidi because she is uh, the charity character because she is fairly, she's a very, I mean, she's the closest they have here to being movie star. You know, she's like, she's got those movie star good looks. Yeah. Not What's your favorite can... episode? Oh my gosh, that's that trying to ask who my favorite child is. Um <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm going to say the last episode, which you oh, haven't okay. gotten to yet. Okay. Um, it, Go ahead and spoil but, it. It's fine. No, spoil no. It. It, it wouldn't. It, if I tried to spoil it, it wouldn't make sense until you've gotten there, because I love that, that you have to watch the episodes. Um, Fair enough. The other episode is, for me, um, I, I love the uh, one where Joel gets the puppy. Have you seen that <laughs> one yet? That yes. I love that whole bit, and then Frank. I love the, yeah, and I love the episode after that 
but I think I think it is the 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 season finale was just because I literally I I mean I'm laughing and crying through most. Oh, of I'm it. sure. Yeah, I've, so obviously was, I haven't gotten there yet, but right now, uh, the pup the the episode where he gets the puppies is yeah. Is, it's it's funny it, for so many reasons. It's funny uh, the impulse for the puppy, the the dealing with this hurricane, and the truth of other 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 life things that are happening at the same time. It's like wow, it's a lot in one episode, and yet you still laugh and it's still funny as hell. Uh, but my one of my favorite lines was when um, Sam comes home and she's meeting her neighbor, and he's like, you know, oh, yeah. I've been living, you've been living, you've been here for a year, and you've not once said hello. And she's like, yeah, I'm trying this whole like people thing. I don't, I'm not sure how it goes. Like, am I doing okay? And he's like, yeah. And then he's gardening. He's he, and that's how they run into each other. He's outside gardening. Oh, God, yeah. She's like, hey, I got dirts and I got dirts and stick in the back, sticks in the back of the meat. It. She's like, I can't keep anything alive over here. And he's like, yeah, including Holly. And she's like, oh, fuck, man, what the hell is wrong with you? And it's like, I felt the same way, too. I'm like, that's a bad, that's a terrible fucking joke. But then they have that moment of that. They have that conversation for you. And you're like, okay, I, I get why. Yeah, at this point, that. and yeah, you need to explain that he says, well, Holly had a real dark sense of humor. You have yes. to explain that now. So it doesn't look like he's being yeah, a and he's, like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm. I'm I thought that was I thought that was safe because your sister had this really dark sense of humor and he knew her well and yeah. uh, and so he thought it was safe to like make that joke and it was he clearly clearly misread the the audience but but at the same time like they get they get there together and they have a good laugh and they continue this conversation so you've you've seen more than I thought you have so you've seen a, a oh yeah so, oh, oh okay. yeah oh, so yeah. I love um, I love the scene we're not gonna get into it but I love the scene in the barn. Where the the sisters, yeah. I love that scene. Oh my god! Why do oh. I feel like that's a flashback to my twenties when I think of that? <laughs> so and I'm then, like, have, oh. so have you seen the where the 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 <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the stitch pillow that they sell yes. the one woman? Oh my god! Oh my god! That just oh, I just that was the moment I had to stop it for a minute because I oh, lost it I so love, hard. I love because I, 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 I love the... first going. <laughs> I looked because I, I saw the other one first. I go, okay. I, oh my god, oh my god! <laughs> I just I lose it. I, it's so I had good. To stop, but... And like the whole, they're like having this the decoration window competition. Oh the two god! Different stores yeah. and the tender moments makes what looks like a rainbow display, right? Oh yeah, a pride display. And somebody else also thought, obviously, thought that because they draw a depiction on the window, which is just, huh hilarious and it just sets the sister off and it just and the in the unfolding of that whole moment <laughs> oh god it just was so good it was so funny and um, let's say the moment involves penises because everything involve, should involve penises, yeah, penises everything should involve penises <laughs> yeah, I mean, tender moment. Or is it is it penises or peni <laughs> <laughs> it just it's good it's good it, I know that there's a lot of shit happening in the world right now and yeah. we have to we have to take time to to still smell the flowers and still laugh and cherish the people in our lives and this is definitely one of those shows that that te- you know it speaks to that we our families might be a little fucked up and we still love them and I even say that about my own family I might not like my mom's sister but I love her and I would I would still do what I can to help her within a reason you know without you know, allowing further harm to myself and others. But oh, I was gonna say you're better than me. I go still, well. they're still family. I can love them, but they're just fucking out of my. There's some other out of my life. But good for yeah. and good for you. Oh. Yeah, it's you know other people. You know what? What is that saying? Hurt people, hurt people. It's true. Yeah. When people are hurt and they don't deal with that hurt, it stands to reason that they would hurt other people. Anyway, we could get I into think, a whole. Yeah. Yeah, show. I think let's not let's we we can we yeah, have our own show on that one, but I think for the moment, I think I think this is a good place to wrap things up. Absolutely, you, ma'am. Abs- yeah. Okay. So, do you have anything to say, Holly? Do I have happy endings? <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's time you know, we wrap this about, up. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on to, on this week's episode. Hit us up with DMs. Can continue to connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We mostly hang out on Twitter and Instagram. 
Uh, so that's where you can DM us the most. If you have uh, topics that you would like to engage with us on or want to be interviewed on our show, please shoot us an email over at Quirinundrum at Quirinundrum.com. That's a Quirinund with a drum. And until next time, be well. And be queer, you beautiful fuckers. Fuck yeah. <laughs> fuckers, 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 fuckers. <laughs> And now I can mark this episode as explicit. Done. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for connecting with us on this week's Conundrum. Connect with us on Facebook. Instagram. Twitter. At Quirnundrum Podcast. And email us at Quirnundrum at Quirnundrum.com. And please rate and review us on iTunes. Until then, peace and be well. And be queer.